0: Hi, I'm Eric. I'm Eric's unrelenting flatulence. And I'm not a cat. I'm here <laughs> live.
1: <And where laughs> I
0: mean it first.
1: <laughs> Yay! Yay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> Welcome to episode 94. <laughs> Non-stop. Jason, did you Party. ever think that we'd get this high <laughs> in number? <laughs> nope. Did you think that we'd hate each other before that happened?
3: When I, when I, what was it, 2014, when I started the I Beat It First website, I was just like, fuck it. No, it's I'm 2011. Make it. 2011? Jesus. 2000 yeah. No, because <laughs> it, was, it was a little bit before that because I started writing like in 2010. Anyway, when I anyway. first started all of this stuff and I was just like, fuck it, you know, it'll just be fun to put my thoughts down because everyone always asks me about games and what I'm playing because I play a fuck ton and I was like, ah, I'll just ram down and make it fun. And I'm not a journalist. I'm not any kind of like professional writer. And then you guys are just like, hey, like, well, that, that was what it started all. And then you guys came on and were just like, hey, yeah, we'll help out. This is fun. I like the idea. And then you guys were like, hey, we should do a podcast. And I was just like, <laughs> no one in their right mind will ever want to do a podcast and now or listen we are. to our podcast. Or to <laughs> listen or anything like that. And here we are 94 episodes later, recording it live on Twitch, which it, the was like if not three years ago when you're just like, Jason, we're doing great at this podcast thing. It's just like cool. We should put it on video and she's like no one's gonna wanna no. watch our shit. No.
1: <laughs> we're way. way too ugly.
3: Now here we and are. And
2: we average over five hundred listens a month. I'm More than that, actually.
3: You know, now I'm now I'm ready to green light everything. And the next thing you're just gonna be like, Jason pornhub is asking if we could and then i'll be like go just do it hey do actually it. you want to know where we'll get real
2: video like visual watching pornhub i know that's it that's that's where you, that's where it all is <laughs> We're and actually live yeah and have you ever read the comment section in pornhub it's so nice and everybody's there to help with tech advice oh, you like know when you're, the you whole know nine when yards
1: no, it, you know why?
3: <laughs> when are you the least upset about anything Right after you, after yeah, right you're after. Nutted. So of course you're going to be like, <laughs> There friend. is a small subsection
2: of people out. that get really angry after they nut, <laughs> but that's it's a very very small subsection, and they have a very very small penis.
3: Gross. <laughs> this is all very gross. I'm not a fan of this conversation. Sure you
2: are. What are you drinking, Jason?
3: <laughs> I uh, went to a local brewery uh, finally, and went to one called Bone House. It's actually uh, right here in Fountain Hills. Uh, I don't live in Fountain Hillsbridge. right around the corner from me. And this is their uh, Miner's Debt Black IPA. And each one of their cans and series is all about like dead skeletons and stuff like that. They That's the same one that I had, right? Yeah. Well, I only bought like yeah. four different ones. And you, oh, yeah. You yeah, and I yeah but I mean drum. like I had this. I had that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think. Um, so anyway, this one has a, <laughs> like a, a can paragraph, but it's really more like a can essay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> After a long, fruitless day in the eastern mountains, I began my descent into the clearing into the desert at dusk. As the sun fell, an unkindness of ravens descended upon me. The largest threw his talons toward me, snatched the coin purse off my belt, and fluttered down to an unkept grave. The raven, perched upon the stone, satisfied as it emptied my coins into the outstretched hand of a previously inanimate miner. It was his debt I had just paid." Dun, dun, dun. Beer. Okay. Beer. First off,
2: I can tell that this brewery and the person that made that label is actually an emo kid and not a true metalhead <laughs> because of the <laughs> fact that he called it. What did he refer to those
3: crows as? Uh, bah, 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 unkindness. An unkindness, an unkindness of, of
2: crows, of ravens, instead of, like, a murder of a crows. Murder, yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, a
1: murder of crows.
2: It's a murder of crows, dude. And that is, like, the most metal thing that you can say. And instead of a murder of crows, he said an unkindness of ravens. Well,
3: quote the raven, nevermore. Um, your mom's a whore. Your mom's a whore.
1: Uh, <laughs> it's good. This, this isn't, this isn't a any... Uh,
3: Mother Road, uh, uh, Lost Highway stuff, but for, you know, a significantly shorter driving time for me, it's a very good. Uh, like 15
2: idea. minutes as opposed to two hours and 15 minutes? <laughs> yeah.
3: 15 minutes <laughs> opposed to an hour and 50. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <different. laughs> So the, I've never been there before, even though it's right around the corner for me. Um, huge shout out to them. You know, I may just be like, hey, we talked about your podcast. You get some beer. You um, you get some beer? Free beer. <laughs> free beer. Because I mean, they, they beer. did a great job. I've had about four or five of their different beers when I went there to try them all out, and each one I was actually kind of surprised with. So I'm I'm interested in checking them out a little bit more. So good stuff. I also, in stark contrast, have this is this is the most amazing <laughs>
2: beer that you're gonna see tonight, everybody.
3: <laughs> I have the. <laughs> <laughs> We've peaked as a civilization here, people.
2: <laughs> yes, we have.
3: Because peak, I now have peak
2: beerness going I on have right now.
3: The end of, of the world. End of times. This is this is the final horseman as far as I'm concerned. This is the, the clearest sign. End of days is upon us. <laughs> and that is I am drinking Citra Hop Session IPA craft brewed ale made by Costco. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Hedon to um, Kirkland, God, Hedon to Kirkland, man. <laughs> this is it's passable, by, right? You said.
3: <laughs> so it's made by Hafen und a uh, Brewing Company in San Jose, California. Oh, it so actually
2: has the the brewery on the side of that one now.
3: It does say where it came from. Oh. It but um, you do, it did come from an actual brewery. It's obviously seconds or runoffs, whatever that they're like, yeah, whatever. Take our shit and make a session because it's probably from their real ipa and they're just like well just take your runoff and call it a session sounds great
1: mm-hmm.
3: slightly um,
2: watered down ipa exactly that's pretty and much and what the session wrong is. With that. i
3: mean all, all day ipa or as i like to call it all deepa is one of my favorite <laughs> session IPAs because it's super easy to drink well this one actually is it has a little bit extra bite to it which you'll probably see as i get into this bad boy later on um but as far as a 24 pack for 20 dollars for ipas Fucking sign that's me a, up, man. That's a goddamn
2: win right there. That's <laughs> sign what that me the is. the fuck
3: up. <laughs> I'm going to drink some IPAs today. IPAs for
2: days. All right. Mm-hmm. Chris, what are you drinking?
0: Well, I did not go shopping at all. So I am drinking a Bud Light Seltzer Black Cherry. <laughs> <laughs> Trip Bomb Barrel. And then, look good to uh, Aviation Gin and Tonic. With a little bit of lime juice.
2: Nice. But I have, so you because know, I didn't... Ends. I one didn't actually have... go shopping. My wife did a drizzly order <laughs> because <laughs> she knew that she knew that we had the podcast, and I was like, I, "It was either drizzly order, or I'm going to have to go out, like into like a craft brewery, craft store, or something like that." So I have a Lagunitas Hazy Wonder it's got a doggo on it, um, and this one says, "When a brilliant idea strikes, why do they say a light bulb goes off and not on? The difference between a spark of genius and a flash in the pan really just comes down to think or whim, but." But, how can something so hazy be so bright? Life is uncertain don't sip, so I think I'm supposed to chug it
0: <laughs> so um shocking it and this and just you so
2: have? you guys know this episode brought to you by Sonoran Spice Company, not because they pay us or anything like that but just because jared is an awesome awesome dude
3: great company like percent.
2: <laughs> yeah if you need super spicy things go to sonoranspice.com jared is a totally cool guy it is all family owned and he is an amazing guy it's and they are local to arizona it's also walking distance from my house
3: it's fantastic <laughs>
1: yes oh and
3: i have some uh some bullet rye so eric in um, the death star <laughs> Not to do some kind of like plug stupid thing here, but I found that drizzly is nowhere near as beneficial or good as just doing delivery from a total wine. Probably. Okay, I don't know. Some reason My wife's the remember.
2: one that does it. <laughs> ah. <laughs> if total wine delivery is better, then I will I will recommend that she does total wine delivery instead. And it probably is better because she ordered a uh, tin cup for me and they were out of tin cup. So I had, to, I had to get bullet rye. And then they were out of whatever hazy IPA it was. So she got me this one. So Word. I don't know. Have you done it
3: before instead of drizzly? I, so you well, think I, it's better? I did drizzly <laughs> so... And I may have this wrong because the first time I ever did any kind of alcohol delivery was when I was in Boston. And, you know, they had at the time, this was still kind of new and they had like 30 of them. Like the entire subway station would just be advertisements for booze delivery, not food, booze delivery. (laughs) And I was just like. I might as well try one because, you know, the, getting around Boston is not exactly easy, especially if you don't have a car. And uh, a lot of these places Neither are far do most away. of the people that live in Boston because <laughs> well, right. they don't a, have licenses. A lot licenses. of these yeah. are far away. That's why there's so many <laughs> options for them. And that's why they have such kick-ass liquor stores uh, because they're not in, like, regular grocery stores. And uh, they're just amazing because they have to have everything because you have to be able to walk to it. Anyway... It took forever. I mean, that could have just been Boston and how it is. But for a weeknight in downtown Boston, when it closes at like 8 p.m., there's nothing to do in downtown Boston past 8 p.m., I should have had my booze real fast.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, well, you know, but, you know,
2: that's the case. All right. Any other bullshit fuckery that we need to talk about like we normally do? Yeah, like,
3: like our normal podcast. That's yeah. the, the this whole thing.
2: Yeah, the, the normal podcast is just bullshit fuckery and then every now and then we talk about like gaming stuff and everything I
3: think think we're sitting back a little bit because we talked like 30 minutes last time on liquor alone and so I think we're just like yeah let's 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 video game podcast
2: (laughs) Vidimo game podcast okay so I guess that that means that we will move on to news news where to begin (laughs) all right uh, we'll do back to back square enix news so uh, Square teased a big announcement after the Final Fantasy VII concert. And everybody thought it was like release date or, or information on Final Fantasy VII Remake or Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two Because they, they still have the PS5 version to come out of Remake. And, and possibly PC as well. Yeah, and the possible PC porting and Nothing. Nothing, <laughs> nothing came up. Not <laughs> a goddamn thing.
0: <laughs> the only thing I've seen since then... As a director, I think he was the one teasing it. Is how he is talking. How he likes Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> Amazing.
2: <sighs> oh man! Well, on the other I ex- side,
3: I wouldn't expect that to be the time for them to announce anything either. Like they did, th- they've done that before, though. Yeah, but it wasn't like massive. Like they, they could no, have, what? they could have a press event and just be like, "We're making a part two. And they, they, everyone would go. But oh, they've already announced that they're making part two. I know, but they could yeah. do it again, is what I'm saying. Like, they oh, could yeah. just do that. Like, oh, yeah. They, they, I know that they're not going to want to blow their load on, like, uh, granted, they've done plenty of stuff with concerts before, had stuff at the end, or had a special person come on and be like, look, it, we'll play this song with the trailer of blah, blah, blah. And just like that. I know they've done stuff before, but I know it's such a hot button item. I wouldn't be surprised that they wouldn't milk it even further.
2: Well, so the big reason why people were thinking is that the. The director was saying, like in an interview beforehand, that the PS5 version when it comes out isn't just going to be a graphical update. That well, they're actually going to have like additional from. content. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the yeah. rumor. So that's where a lot of the rumors came from. And he said that there would be something after the after the concert, which everyone thought meant right after the concert. And he probably meant like a week or so after the
1: concert. <laughs> well, I think he said
0: but this yeah, so weekend there, too, or this past weekend.
2: Yeah. But, uh, so, so there's, what? there's supposed to be additional content, uh, fleshing out the story a little bit more. So you have more stuff to do so that you have another reason to drop down another like 40 hours on final fantasy seven remake on your PS five. Uh, and then there's also rumors that it was supposed to be, that they were supposed to announce when
3: the PC port was going to come out. Um, we just fleshed out this five-hour section of this game into 50 hours, but we cut some stuff out. Wait, you cut stuff out.)
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, <what? laughs> yeah, so that was the whole thing. Unfortunately, we have to wait a little bit longer. Uh, on the plus side, Square actually did make sure that they put out the pertinent news, and they made sure that they put out guidelines for fan art for near. Because they want you to know what you can and cannot do. And you're in luck, everybody. B2 porn is still on the table. It's okay to draw B2 porn.
3: <laughs> Wait. Now, when you say B2 porn, do you mean just like, hey, she's naked and shit like that? P- panty shots, which are in the game. Or hmm. are they saying like, full penetration. Hentai. Oh,
2: you going can, at you it? Can go ahead, draw hentai, go for it. Well, the director or whatever, <laughs> Nier's like,
0: I think Nier no. violates its own guidelines. Mm-hmm. There a is a
3: trophy for staring up her dress too there many is? times. There there is. Is. Yeah. Um, what a world. I mean, God, end of times right here, man. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Just, that, that we have to, number one, like that a company has to stipulate what is okay for fan art. And then number two, in that stipulation is just like, yeah, go ahead, fan service the fuck out of it.
2: Yeah, it's it's fine. I mean, you wanna you wanna draw her having sex by all means. But I mean, draw but, her just don't sex. trace it. What, what were it. they
3: afraid of? What were they afraid of? <laughs> yeah, though, is my thing here. Like, I mean, it's just like usually, usually when that stuff comes out, it's just like, hey guys, come on, you know. I don't think uh, B two would really swallow that many cocks. You know, it's just like they, they're trying to play down the over
2: sexualization of stuff. Well, it's like,
0: right? hey, hey guys, don't make money off it. Yeah. that too well I mean that that's just that's just copyright yeah, and' it's, it's yeah. got to
2: be actual fan like art like you can't sell it basically and that's that's it so you know if it's hentai if it's if it's quadruple penetration hentai just for the love of hentai and just for the love of near it's okay you want to sell it that's a problem <laughs> that's no longer considered fan art anymore <laughs> that's blatant copyright infringement. <laughs> And I guess that is, like, you can say that that is the difference between fan art and copyright infringement. Is like you're not making any money off of it. Once you start making money off of it, then you have problems. (laughs) Welcome to legal talk, everybody. (laughs) Speechless
3: still that this was, (laughs) that that some lawyer had to sit down and write this out. Be like, so you're okay with this? Mm -hmm. We encourage Mm -hmm. it. Okay. okay.
2: All right. All right. Um, and just so we're clear, this does not include Tifa and Aerith, right? No, 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 no. This is only for Near. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So keep your Final Fantasy fanfic. Choose I mean, keep a robot. it it's coming. Okay. Keep it coming. But <laughs> it's it's not like implicitly okay for you.
3: Ridiculous.
2: Oh man, it's great! Come on, <laughs> this is this is the day and age that we live in, Jason. This is the day and age. <laughs> also, no kink shaming. We learned no that on cutscene. Hey, no know know kink shaming. You're right. You're right. No kink shaming. <laughs> All right, uh, <laughs> so uh, trying, I had to look up because I forgot what the name of this developer is. Game Science, which is a Chinese video game developer that we haven't talked about in a little while, released a new trailer for Black Myth Wukong, well. which is their latest take on on the Sun Wukong Journey to the West thing. And it was all Aww. done around... Uh, <laughs> it was all done around the Year of the Ox, like, that's pretty much all it was, was a was a New Year's trailer. Um, and that is what, <laughs> that is all that they did. They didn't give us any additional information. They're just like, hey, check out this fucking game. Ain't it pretty? <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> and it is pretty. I mean, it's very to be, pretty.
3: To be fair, to be fair. and To I'm be fair. fair. <laughs> to be fair. Um, anytime that you say Happy New Year, Year of the Whatever... Like, people lose their shit. Like, they're like, hell yeah, I'm all about whatever this is that you're selling because you just told me Happy near and the the animal that it is. Like, I'm dead serious. <laughs> they're just like, they're all about it. And uh, uh, it's fun because you can, that's how I always find out what wouldn't year it is what what symbol it is this year because whenever some video game company releases something all (laughs) the gaming companies are just like happy year of the rat monkey ox you know whatever and stuff like that i'm just like sweet now i know what birth year it is for me great and which is fine fantastic but it works (laughs) man like if you've been to vegas during this time like it is decked out like it is like they, they go more for Chinese Is it right now though?
2: I guess that's the big question I, That's a very good question. It is, is it right, right now. now? It is right It's <laughs> from the
3: end of January until right now. No no which, but
2: I mean like right now oh, no, it's the, the mid, mid-COVID it's the shit mm-hmm. is it going, is it decked out right now? Oh, that's sure a good question. For sure it is
3: I guarantee you it is. Look go on Snapchat, go into the little map thing I guarantee you'll see someone in Bellagio taking like Snapchat of like paper like dragons and uh the little garden that they have there because they go they go like i used to have to go to a trade con- uh, conference in the january every year in vegas and it was always so beautifully decked out like but they go they go hard and my birthday is january 1st so i've been to vegas on on my birthday many times yes you know what they do for mm-hmm. january 1st fuck hole they do nothing they don't care it's just like whatever you're just here to party and drink well that's what we're here to do on chinese new year too
2: Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but they have money and you don't
3: touche touche
2: so to answer the question about whether or not it is um, I didn't look up to see if, if, if Vegas was actually decked out but people in China are traveling places and doing things because Detective Chinatown 3 came out in China and made 343 million dollars in its opening weekend a let, let that sink in a Chinese movie named Detective Chinatown Three it's
1: the third one, so
2: it's, be good. Yeah. It's, it's apparently some buddy action series It's basically Ru- rush hour rush hour with to three two Chinese with two Chinese guys <laughs> instead of a Chinese guy and a black guy that sounds like a
3: woman. <laughs> Do you understand words coming out of my there mouth? it is, Chris. I was,
1: I was like, "What's the What's the, what's the
3: phrase?" Like, Do you understand
2: the words that are coming out of my mouth? Eh, nobody understands what's coming out, of your, coming
1: mouth. out of your mouth.
2: <laughs> so, yes, that might actually be the case. Um, all right. Uh, in news that made Chris super happy, except for the fact that we don't know when Metro Exodus has been announced to coming to the PS5 and Xbox Series X, and Getting an enhanced version for PC, all running ray tracing.
0: Yes. And so the PC enhanced version, they said spring. They didn't say for the PS5 or Xbox Series X. The Xbox Series S is also getting ray tracing, but the S is only running at 1080p in some undisclosed frames, where the PS5 and Xbox Series X are running at 4K at 60 it's, it's gonna with run all the frames. ray tracing updated ray tracing <laughs> three frames
2: <laughs> i'm agreeing with jason three frames because <laughs> as we talked about on the last podcast people fucking hate the series s as developers right now
3: <laughs> ray tracing yeah we can turn that on you don't need to have anything else come on though
1: right <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right. Uh, in holy crap news, uh, Valheim, which I haven't actually played, but I'm pretty certain that it looks like a mix between Assassin's Creed, Valhalla, and uh, and uh, Minecraft. Oh. Don't at me. <laughs> hey, <laughs> has sold two more million copies in two weeks. <laughs> more to talk about that later.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, good. I've of those whole crew, two.
3: Chris's whole family and stuff like that, like Booze is all about this game too. Booze has just been like, he he's bugged me every every once in a while to buy a new PC and stuff like that. But this is the first game that he's texted me like multiple times to be like, bro, I need Dude. you in this game. He got
2: into the Discord. Like, he actually got on the computer and came into the Discord and said, hey, who has who has Valheim? And I'm like, I don't. I'm like, I think Nico does and Pula
3: might. He's like, Jason, it's like, don't starve, but with Vikings. How can you not like this? I'm just like, sounds great, man. Sounds right up my alley. It was just like, fucking get on it. Fucking do it. I was like, okay. Yeah,
2: and day. we keep sending Jason links to computers to just I buy to build never gonna happen in the well, next happened. eight so, months because one of the things happened. i didn't put in this is that fucking nvidia said that expect your 30 series processors to be in even less like circulation over the next or over the coming year like I'm it's gonna it. be a shit show dude they're gonna give it to me Buy a computer
0: I got so it. so steam is ahead. saying we're brothers put in 94.3 hours that's a, that's a good check which time? brother andy Andrew.
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's not surprising. Actually, that is mildly surprising considering he has a girlfriend in Valentine's Day was this last weekend (laughs) or fiance, right? Fiance. Girlfriend. Oh, girlfriend, not fiance. No, not yet. Salt and wound. Salt and wound. (laughs) (laughs) Not yet. Not yet. Okay, So we'll talk more about Valheim later because apparently Chris played that. Uh, Asus has listened everybody. And they've listened to the one complaint that you didn't think they would ever fucking listen to because nobody really gives a shit about this, except for people that build computers or work on (laughs) computers. They're getting rid of that tiny little fucking screw for M2 drives and finally installing a latch system, just like memory uses, which is what it should have been in the first place. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't have to worry about losing that little fucking tiny ass screw that falls into your carpet because you have a magnetic screwdriver and it just decides to stop working at that point.
3: Magnets? How they fucking How work? They work?
0: <laughs> How they work? It took me like probably like 30, 40 minutes to just install my N.2. It's not a hard thing to install. It took you six
2: months to build your computer, so that's not surprising.
0: I mean, it's not really hard to install not 2. It's just for that fucking screw. It's like, nope, screw dropping. Nope. Nope. no?
2: Fuck. Damn it. And if you've ever worked on a laptop, picture that, but every fucking screw. Every goddamn screw. Is that little-ass screw in a laptop. Yeah, (laughs) every (laughs) screw, and it's fucking annoying as all hell. It's the one reason why I don't like working on laptops. Oh, God. All right, uh, let's see here. Next, E3 is going to be digital again this year, everybody. However, on the mild plus side, it's actually going to be an ESA digital E3 instead of them just throwing in the towel and being like, I don't know, you guys fucking handle it. (laughs) So the ESA is supposedly working on an all digital E three, so that we can not get together and talk video games.
3: My salty ass is just curry. like ESA was just like, wait, people are willing to pay for this? Oh
2: uh,
1: yeah,
3: we'll
2: do it. We'll do no, it. No, nobody paid for the like nobody wanted to pay for the online stuff. I know. Like, I don't. I would really like to know how many people paid for CES.
3: I'm sure it's not small.
2: I'm sure it's not large. That CES was bullshit, in my opinion. Fucking idea, utter bullshit.
3: The whole idea of paying to see trailers that everyone else is going to see the exact same time—that one guy free. is going to
2: record and then put <laughs> up onto YouTube exactly. in perpetuity. Like, I don't. <laughs> yeah, no, it's <clears throat> it's stupid. So I think that they're going—they're looking to do their own like thing. Um, no one, like, I'm not fucking paying for shit. They can kiss my ass if they expect me to pay for anything for that. Um, I think supposed I will to be wholeheartedly demos too? endorse. I will wholeheartedly endorse Steam, IGN, like all those other fucking things that they're gonna if they're gonna require us to pay for that because it's fucking bullshit is what it is, and I'm pretty certain that a lot of other that a lot of developers will also boycott as well. Be like, yeah, no, we'll just go to these other ones that aren't raping people.
3: I mean, I'm all for paying for us to get thing? to E3 normally, but that's because Curry's involved, and yes. now I have to pay, and I don't even get to have my Curry. I'm kind of just like no,
1: I don't want to do it. Mean, I mean, you can just come, come get over the and drinks, make get the curry. curry.
3: Hey, I make good curry too, but you know, Eric, you know,
1: it's it's, it's no cocoa, Ichabod. It's not yeah. the same.
3: It's just, <laughs> it's just not the same. Like you can make you can make the best damn curry at your house, but that cocoa, man,
0: it is just so eating choice. that cocoa and then walking over to HMS Bounty, mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. having a shot and a beer for
3: <laughs> five bucks every day the best.
0: <laughs> this episode also brought to you by
2: Coco Ichibanya and the HMS <laughs> Bounty in K-Town in LA. In the Gaylord. The HMS Bounty in is located
3: in the Gaylord. In the ba- yes.
2: in Well, no, not in the basement. In not the lobby basement. of the Gaylord. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the bathrooms are in the basement, like yes. a football field yes. away.
2: <laughs> and the bathrooms are creepy as fuck. <laughs> Let's be honest here. The bathrooms here. are okay.
3: Getting there is creepy as fuck. Yes. Getting there is super down creepy. You the basement, yeah. turn like a billion like turns to be like, walk through right super path? dark corridors mm-hmm. and
2: like mm-hmm. this really long fucking laundry area that is not lit at all at any time of day, <laughs> apparently. Because we've been there during the day and at night. And I've had to pee and it's never been lit down there. I swear to God, I'm going to get murdered one of these times that we go there.
0: <laughs> Don't you want to we'll be on our own night. Netflix documentary. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we, we will. I still need to watch that Netflix documentary too, because I know a lot about the Cecil Hotel, but that one, I'm sure is going to have even more information. Like there's, I I was listening to a couple of podcasts where they were talking about it. And then I went on like this, like couple week long binge where I was just, sifting through all sorts of internet shit on the Cecil Hotel and that shit is weird yeah (laughs) it is super fucking weird
0: four episodes on that one girl not to mention all the other shit that went down at that hotel
2: dude that one girl though that entire disappearance and everything like Mm -hmm. that is all weird and then if you watch people that do breakdowns of the surveillance tape And point out shadows and stuff like that that you can see and talking about demons and malevolent spirits inside the hotel and everything like that. (laughs) Like, it's fucking weird because they'll be sitting there like, look, there's nothing on the on the other angle of the camera. But there is a there is a shadow right here (laughs) in this shot (laughs) that you can see that she's basically yelling at outside of the fucking uh, outside of the elevator. It is weird. (laughs) Oh, man oh gosh okay alright next 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 uh okay well let's let's talk about this cause Jason also he, he wanted to go on a mild little rant about this but apparently there is a drift lawsuit against Sony for the dual sense controllers as well because apparently it's fairly prevalent I
1: well,
2: don't at know this,
3: at, at this point I feel like that they're just doing it because they can get a payout I'm, or maybe a I'm fine of it. yeah exactly <laughs>
2: I'm perfectly fine like I have no issue with it but it it, as I said when we were talking about the the switch drift issues that have happened over the years is it happens on every controller. Here's the absolute difference.
3: Here's the absolute difference. I'm going to talk for myself for a little bit, but I consider myself very average. And that is in the fact that on every single, very average, I guess, (laughs) on every single (laughs) controller. (laughs) If that's average, man, I feel bad for everybody. Um, (laughs) uh, 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 On every single controller I've ever owned in my entire life, I've only had two controllers actually go into bad drift. One was my N64 controller, and the other one was uh, for my Joy-Con. And that's it. Everything else has been perfectly fine. Now, to be fair, like I've said before, I have bought multiple controllers. I haven't just ride and die on a specific controller. And for the N64, I 1000% blame Mario Party. You put that sock on and you just, <laughs> just go down. The Joy-Con, however, the reason why it was such a big deal for the Joy-Con. It didn't help that that sock
2: was covered in semen for a lot It didn't help a at all. Lot I mean, it, it, was geeky,
3: uh, it was still. That's how you got the real grip, Eric. That's how you got the all real that, skill. Yeah. All that,
2: like, like semen dust falling into it too from all the crust just breaking up.
3: You had to get the real grinding out in there. (laughs) Hold
2: on. FYI, this This is mature content, everybody. If you did not know this.
3: (laughs) This is true gamer tips. This is how you win at Mario Party 3 and 2 and 1. Get that sock. Anyway, um, the first night you drink a lot of pineapple juice. Anyway, um, the uh, the second time was with the Joy-Con. And the reason why is that the Joy-Con was built to be treated like shit but wasn't ready to be treated like shit because you put that small little controller on anything i don't care what it is it's going to be treated like crap it's going to be crammed in the pocket it's going to be crammed in the bag it's going to be doing doing all kinds of stuff because it's a handheld console and it's going to be treated like one and they didn't build it to be treated like one like they did with like the ds and stuff like that where those things and or the psp and the vita those Those controllers were built to be slim, you know, covered and not, like, dragged on or pulled on when stuff happened. So, for me, it was just like, yes, does drift happen to every controller? Eventually, absolutely, like cancer. However, it was bigger for the Switch because it was going to happen a lot faster no matter what you did. That's my thing.
2: Now, when you say that it didn't happen on a PS3 controller or a PS2 controller or a a PS4 controller, or is that because... Is that because the battery died before the drift started
3: happening? <laughs> well, and the PS2 and, and PS1, they didn't have uh, uh, any kind of battery going to them.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. PS2, I had yeah. a I had a Logitech wireless one. That's right. right. The, but the 3 and the 4, generally the batteries went out before I had major issues with them. But I did have one that would go an hour of use still, and that one had drift like a motherfucker. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think that... You're right on those, but that was because the battery would die before you actually got to the drift issue with them.
3: <laughs> I still have my PS3 right here set up, and I, I've yet to have any problems on it. Granted, granted, again, I have bought multiple controllers. I have not yeah, randomly dying. Yeah, on, that's what on I'm. A thing.
2: That's what I'm saying. It's like you keep switching to a newer controller because the battery life starts going out on them. Or not even that. Like, or you just for, like, oh.
3: especially for the PS, especially for the <laughs> PS3 and PS4. It was literally just like, oh, they made a gold one now. Yes fuck yeah yes. you mean or, and, then, and then finally the white one for the PS4 shit, right. which is oh. literally right here I was just like yes
0: I have to have I need it one. and what now the, the PS5 came out though? with the
3: white one and I was just like oh well I'm good now for a while until they're gonna they're gonna have to release a gold PS5 controller and then I'm just there gonna, have to I'm, yep. gonna have, to I have to I'm gonna have to buy it I'm gonna have to this I is fell behind part,
2: the quickly. fridge I have my unofficial Goku ones oh there you go nice. <laughs> <laughs> <Bell> <laughs> behind my my mini fridge <laughs> Probably got knocked over by the dog or something like that. Um, okay, uh, so yes, it happens. Uh, yes, it did happen a little bit earlier. I haven't had any issue though, so I don't know where the fuck this thing is coming from. I think it's completely unfounded. Um, it's, it's, the well, I, I, it's the socks. It's the socks. It's the socks. Well, stop <laughs> using jizz socks on your PS5 controllers, people. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you uh, get to the fucking, fucking snakes.
1: <laughs> 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 oh,
2: cannibalism, cannibalism, and force—wasn't there basically like rape in that?
3: Didn't you say that, Jason? Well, so some of their backstory. Bloodsacks
2: has some fucked up shit in it, right? It, it was right? a
3: weird <laughs> game. It was a game that did not need to exist. Even even now, like thinking back to it, yeah. I'll see like someone talk about it, or I'll look at my trophies. And, because I platinumed it, because I hate myself. can I erase these trophies
1: from my list, please?
3: (laughs) They were dealing with some really fucked up shit. Like, they discovered (laughs) that they turn into bug snacks. Like, they're eating literally people. Like, not people, but the offspring of the, or the fungus that grew off the people of the island before them is what they're now eating. So, it's as if... It's as if in like the last of us, if like after the whatever died, you then grabbed off a chunk of that fungus and you was just like, Arr! like Arr. that's pretty mm-hmm. much the storyline of Bugsnax. <laughs> Fucking it. All
2: right. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping in controller information, um, PSA that came out, uh, there is a button on the top of your Xbox Series X controllers that can sync to different consoles and different devices including a PC, which I have not tested because I don't own a Series X controller, but you can like hit it and cycle through different things, which is kind of cool.
0: Yeah. So you don't have to reset every time to switch between your console or your PC or whatever, or your phone. Now,
2: yeah, if you have, say... Uh, I actually I have no reason as to why you would have a Series X and need to go back to an Xbox Series or Xbox One, so I won't even say that. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so let's say that you need to go from your Series X to your PC. There you go. That's the best one. <laughs> All right. For uh, your, or your here. phone
0: if you're doing the uh, X Cloud thing on the go. Oh, yeah. You true. don't have to resync. Yeah,
2: phone. It's just stored. X Cloud. Who has phones? I have a phone. Don't you have phones? Don't you guys have phones? We'll no. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, D Brand has officially come out and released their PS5 side plates, black ones that you can get, and they have basically taken everything that is sony off of them and they even made their own like texture of like radioactive logos and uh skull and bones and all sorts of stuff like all over it so they've redone all of that and you can buy them except the fact that they're now sold out
3: through may (laughs) first of all the brand name of d brand just bugs the fuck out of me Like that. That that sounds like it's something like if you're on the Jersey Shore and you're just like, "Yo, I got my bros, Paulie, Jimmy D, D Brand, Flavio." Like that. That'd be like who you're all talking about. D Brand. Yo, D Brand. Coke. That then. That's that's all it is. I don't know. Maybe like if Russell
2: Brand was named Derek Brand, and then you could call him D Brand. Ooh, Ooh. okay, I like it now. I like it better. So we should call Russell Brand our brand, right? That's what that's what you say. Our brand, Yo, Ooh, our see brand. Now, see now, now, my mind goes into like
3: <laughs> nickname mode. And if we, if it's, if you're gonna do that, then our brand, he should really be called r type, because then that makes a lot more fun but, of a nickname.
2: And that that is a it's a good synonym for brand. That works. r type. Right? Yep, I'm down. I'm down with it. Everybody, Russell Brand's new name is r type. Get down Point. with it. Point. <laughs> the next movie uh, he's never in. In. News that nobody really gives a shit about. Prince of Persia remake was set to launch in March, but is now set for at a later date. <laughs> <laughs> because it looks Ubisoft like doesn't know how to put games out. Well, that and Ubisoft exactly, just doesn't yeah. know how to put out games, dude.
3: They're core. They're core. I mean, Phoenix Immortals was such a fantastic game. And it's just like, wow, why can't they do this all the time? It's just like, oh, this is their B team. And it's just like, let the B team like take B charge B team gets it. shits <laughs> done. <laughs> There's like so little airs in this game, too. Like, it was mind boggling. I was just like, wow, I'm playing a really good game. I don't know, Ubisoft game, right? Nope, Ubisoft. Wow. Wow. <laughs> 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 mm
2: oh man all right uh keeping with other news apparently mass effect legendary edition when they were going through and remaking it they thought that there were too many anime-esque angles to this in which case if you know what an anime-esque angle is those anime angles sure do look weird don't they uh and in this case they're taking out all of the butt angles
3: eric's got a robbery going on in his house right now yep which is also well. It is a car, but bullshit. it's not
2: my car. That's all that I cared about. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> um,
3: first of all, I thought they wanted to sell more copies of the game. Yeah, it's like not not have absolute taking out one of the best parts. Because what, what 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 was her name? Uh, I'm gonna butcher it. It was Sarah, oh, I forget who it was. Sarah Jajo. Yeah, she was the, It was the main
2: Chuck. like super attractive character. Right. Yeah. yeah. Miranda,
3: it was Miranda or whatever. Yeah, Miranda. It was. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. In two and yes. three. And she was played by Sarah Yova, uh, the girl from Chuck, the TV show, TV show Chuck. Mm. And it was fantastic. And if they're gonna remove any aspect of that, done. Get out of here. You've you've just now made it worse than what's the newest one, uh, Legacy. Andromeda. Yeah, Andromeda. Andromeda. There it is.
2: No, Andromeda is a glitchy, fucking like shit show of a video game. And man, but I know people. That
3: you could blame that on EA.
2: Yes. You can't yeah. blame
3: artistic wanting to move butts on anybody but your horrible selves. Well, and okay, so butt is art. Art is butts. I mean, look it at is. Any, look at look at the Renaissance, man.
2: Here's the here's the Find big problem that I have with butts. it, and I'm gonna get I'm gonna get some fucking hate email for this. I bet <laughs> the problem is is that there are, are all the people out there that want that only want to romance the aliens, and that's fine. That like, you want to romance the aliens. That's totally cool, but you can't then shame everybody else for thinking that the that the human characters are attractive.
1: Yeah, no And that's change. the big
2: issue that they've gone into is that they complained that there were too many butt shots of this of this one character because she was supposed to be the attractive female Ameri- or female like uh human and They didn't want to see it because all that they wanted to do was romance Gareth or Garris or whatever his name is. The the weird alien with the, the carapace face and stuff like that. And it's fine. You can do it, but you can't have it both ways. You can't get pissed off that people make fun of your kink and then make fun of their kink.
3: Well, I mean, it's direction. If you don't want to be kink-shamed,
2: don't kink-shame.
3: You have a good point here, because games still are technically interactive movies in, in, in aspects, especially when they're in a narrative to them, right? And they do have direction behind them. And just like a good director, they're going to like be like sending you subject, like a little subtle, like, hey, this guy's a good guy. This guy's a bad guy. Uh, This ass is choice. Like, that's what a <laughs> good <of the> direction is. <laughs> this ass is be. juicy. Like, it's just, Look at like, that, that ass. ass. So, I mean, it's not so much you're just like, hey, you have freedom to do whatever, but seriously, look at that ass. But look at it. it <laughs>
2: but look at like, that ass.
3: <laughs> as a director, my narrative choice is to be like, hey, this is kind of the direction that I take you on. You can do whatever you want, but as a director, that's where I'm going. So, I mean, yes. Now, if they were just like, hey, this is, I don't know, cyberpunk, and they're just like, hey, you can't do anything, that's eh, cyberpunk. I kind of did it too. No, cyberpunk, you can do
2: anything. You just can't fuck Keanu Reeves.
3: <laughs> That's true. That is it. All you I can want. fuck where's, where's the heat anybody heat in was. this game the about that. Where's fuck Keanu
2: Reeves.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and yes, that is the one person in that game that everybody wants to fuck, but you can't fuck him. Nope. Just saying that he's a real <laughs> you can't person. Fuck Keanu Reeves. <laughs> and he did not sign up for digital sex scenes, even though he has digital sex scenes in movies that he's done but he did not sign up for digital sex scenes in cyberpunk. (laughs) Yeah. All right. uh, Good news, everybody. Ikea is making gamer furniture. Bad news is it's only available in China right now. Dude, it's ugly. Some of it's okay. Some of it's really ugly. Um, The, the giant wooden hand, which I made sure to point out in there. So I didn't forget the giant wooden hand that is designed to hold your controller or hold your headphones (laughs) is weird. Some of yeah, their whatever. stuff is all right.
3: I'm, I'm not using this wooden hand. I'm using my Metal Gear Solid 5 Collector's Edition arm uh, for that shit. That's how
2: <laughs> Oh, you hardcore. know what you're gonna use that hand for? <laughs> Mario Party Three. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh so it's in China it's available in China now. it'll be available in Japan over the summer, and it won't be available worldwide until like October um, but if I think they're including a standing desk in that, which is what I say every gamer should have because it's so much better for your back, and you haven't done a marathon gaming session until you've done it standing <laughs> Doing, like doing six to eight hours worth of like phasmo and whatnot and you're just like standing doing this and you know playing around like that's that's what you need it's better for your back it's better for everything just get a standing desk everyone
3: yeah it- Eric Eric sits, Jason and Chris sit. Slight difference. Oh wait, Eric's.
2: I mean I stand. Like, I'm like stand. I you sit? Stand. No. Stand. <laughs> you sit. We get the facts. We got the facts. Yes, and I actually haven't I really haven't been to the gym or to the gym like much since it's the beginning of the year. been
3: One, two, eight decades. <laughs> eight decades. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh man. But anyways, uh, yeah, I mean, it's cool. It, some of it looks like shit, but you know what? A lot of it, a lot of anything that's geared towards gamers looks like ass. And some people for some reason think it looks real cool. Um so it's not for like a nice like a nice work office. Like I have a glass desk with A way too heavy standing desk sitting on top of it that I'm surprised hasn't broken it except for the fact that it has really sturdy like steel poles running through the glass Um, and it's like a nicer desk but that's because it was for my work from home if it was just like if I was swinging bachelor I probably wouldn't have this nice of a desk I'd have one gaming or one like standing desk and then that would be it
3: (laughs) if I was a swinging bachelor I'd still have my milk crate desk and my lazy boy and done (laughs)
2: <laughs> no, see, by this point, I would have gotten the standing desk because using a standing desk at work has helped me so much. And as soon as I like, especially coming and doing all work from home now, I'm like, yeah, I know that motherfucker needs to be here every day. <laughs> I was working three days in the office and two days at home and sitting at home was killing my back still, even though I was standing for three days at the office. <laughs> Yeah, milk crate and, and cardboard boxes, you know. It can't mm-hmm. really support monitors. That's the only problem. But you would just need a cardboard box for your keyboard and mouse and then wall mount your monitors.
3: You can do it. Engineers you can do it. it.
2: Engineers can do it. Well, no, wait. If engineers could do it, then I know an engineer right here that would have already put that 50 inch onto his fucking driving
3: sim. Can do it and leesy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Because> Two different <laughs> things. <laughs> into
3: it and
2: has actual want to do it although he should have the want to do it that's the thing why is there no want to do this Chris why because then I got to
0: like, clean brother stuff and my computer's upstairs and he's then he would down. also
2: have to he would have to play video games
3: <laughs> yeah. he'd have to play yeah. racing <laughs> sims and
2: he's just like fuck that I don't. Hate, I he mean, loves he, racing he, sims so you know, that's he, the funny part
3: Loki hates if he loved them
2: that's <laughs> what we would have set up <laughs> he pretends he oh he likes to pretend
3: that he loves them yeah silly slow yes. silly slow racer over here mm-hmm. yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right uh in sad sad news but also not entirely sad uh overwatch 2 and diablo 4 are not coming out in 2021 everybody
3: and that's okay. all right yeah i mean don't even rush it <laughs> bl- even though blizzards kind of fall into the graces i'd still rather them release a good game than rush anything
2: Yes, we don't need yep. to rush it. We don't need crunch, especially with how fucking shitty you've been treating all your employees for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, <laughs> um, hmm. oh, the tough decision. We have two more pieces of news to talk about. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna end on the funnier one. All right, so uh, Embracer, the parent company for THQ Nordic, has purchased or is purchasing Gearbox Games for 1.4. Billion dollars.
3: Which blows me away. I mean, if you didn't know, Gearbox made Borderlands, We Happy Few, you know, stuff like that. Um Alien Isolation. Alien Isolation, (laughs) yep. The best alien game ever made. I'll just say that right now. THQ Nordic has made like what was their big one this last year? I mean, the last one that I played that was fantastic not fantastic was Fade to Silence, and that was such a low game. Dark Siders. Uh, well, like, so there you go. Dark is is the big der- one. You're right. That that's what I was missing. Desperados. Out. And, and that, but then racing not...
2: games like the motocross games and stuff like that. Like a lot of games that we don't necessarily play.
3: Right. That, that's what I'm saying. And now here they here they have like the Borderlands franchise. You know, it's going to be going to them. That's my big baby. That I'm just like, oh man, I'm like, don't get me wrong. THQ Nordic. I have full faith in them as, of as a game company. But I'm this is outside their wheelhouse as far as I'm concerned.
2: A little bit. Um, There's two things. One, they kind of fucked up Borderlands 3 a little bit. The story wasn't as engrossing as the other games. Well, it's because uh, it went
3: balls to the wall in two. You can't have a yeah. better like uh, antagonist than Jack. It's just impossible. Yeah. And the best the best DLC, even in their, their, their thing, was that nobody bought the season pass. I mean, people bought the season pass, but of the DLC that people bought, the one featuring Jack at all... Like outsold all of them, like like hand over fist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, people just loved the fuck out of Jack, which makes You're talking sense. talking about a Tiny Tina's a...
2: assault on Dragon's Keep.
3: Well, that well that was Borderlands 2, but uh uh i talking, talking about. about on three.
2: Oh, 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 okay. Sorry, I thought you were talking about on two. No, yes, no, no I'm talking about, about on three. Vos the
3: the DLC, three. the DLC for three. You know, the the because we've made four that were all fantastic. Each one is actually pretty fun, but the. Uh, I can't remember it. The the casino one, Moxie's break in or whatever yeah. it's called, where they're going into Jack's uh casino, f- sold out sold everything else because they're just like, nah, I just care about finding out more about Jack. <laughs> because <laughs> he's such a great antagonist. He did a great job. Was. And, yeah, I mean, hard to follow up and could they have done something different than the twins? Of course. Um, but I had a fuck ton of fun playing Borderlands three. Like the kay. loot shoot's still there.
2: So the second thing that I wonder after this now is where are we going to get our weird ass sex parties from? So, uh, although nope, I guess yep. if he's selling, which I always forget this guy's fucking name, but if he's selling the uh, company, Randy he's going to make a shit ton of money. Yes, there we go. Randy Pitchford. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> if he's selling the company, how wild of sex parties can he run now <laughs> at his mansion? <laughs>
3: well, now now that he can draw up all the fan art of uh, 2B or B2 as he wants to. B2. <laughs> sky's the limit boys let's let's have some fun (laughs) oh
2: my god oh dear god Okay. (laughs) alright this one's just funny news that I found great Um, and the reason why I find it great is because of the fan backlash for Game of Thrones season 8 and how much people ripped it and they fucking hated it and they were ripping a new one George R.R. R. Martin comes in and he's like, hey, 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 that's not how my book ends. Trust me, I'll get it better. I'll do it right. Well, apparently he's had it with the internet fans of Game of Thrones and he just referred to them all as internet assholes <laughs> or internet yeah. a-holes because he didn't say ass. He knows how to, he knows how to describe penises in elegant detail But he won't say the word ass.
3: Well, I mean, to his defense, that is the most eloquent definition of people on the internet on this planet, in my opinion. They are. We're all all fucking internet assholes. Um, We are. (laughs) But apparently he's had enough of us. But but he he should be having enough of us because he should be seeing the lines on the wall that season eight has fucked his like book <laughs> like hardcore yeah. like i oh, yeah. imagine no one's gonna be buying it, even even if they wanted to because i've never seen a fandom die so fast and so hard like i did with uh, game of thrones that number so, one to bring it to back to gaming is number two his game that he has coming out with microsoft like i'm just gonna be like no yeah, software oh yeah 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 uh, we're whatever yeah, we're it from it software. Like, yeah i'm like i i don't care like i'll, I'll wait Uh, Like that's not a selling point for me anymore. And that's not good. That's not good for him.
2: So here's the thing that I don't understand. And yes, it takes time to write these books. Sure, it takes time. Brandon Sanderson was supposed to have book four of the Stormlight Archives, Rhythm of War. It wasn't supposed to come out until next or until this year, like late this year. And because of COVID... And all the time that he wasn't allowed to travel anymore because he was doing all his book signings and stuff like that, he finished it and got the audiobook and everything done. And it came out in November. It came out a full year ahead of schedule. And this is not a small book. This is a 60 hour audiobook. It's a fucking massive, thick novel. And he pounded it out and he's good, along with all the other fucking, uh, uh, let's see. He he's done light novels. He's also done uh, graphic novels with some comic book companies as well. He's doing a lot of other shit, and he still pounded that fucking book out. Where is the fucking last book? Where is Winds of Winter or whatever the fuck it's called? No, no, he no. still got two books left. <laughs> fuck me,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, he's got. So news. where is it? Where is it? He said he wrote he's hundreds milking, of pages. He's, he's milking that, means? that
3: producer teat, or whatever it's called, publisher teat. Stormlight books are
2: 1,500 pages, dude.
3: I don't blame him. I don't blame <laughs> him for doing
2: it. I, he is literally, I think that he's procrastinating so that he can just die before it comes out, and then it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> <laughs> this is really what it feels like. Uh, and it's the same thing with the guy that wrote the Wheel of Time series that he, but in his case, it was a 14-part, like, series that he died at, like, book 11.
1: <laughs>
2: so these are all going, really long we have, books, We have, too. Going on we have 10 the Redwall
3: series. Like, we have plenty of authors that can turn out books like there's nobody's business and stuff like that that's going on that's not what the problem is the problem is that he built a fantastic world that the world gripped onto and then subsequently destroyed without him and he's pissed about it which i would be too because he mm-hmm. signed off being like yeah give me that money and then oh shit
2: so you're sold to the devil yep. devil comes due yep 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 that's all that's i why got we to say this podcast yep. Last yep. <laughs> in 2011 there's no, there's no
3: worse than
0: what we can do right
3: now
2: what came out in 2001 the last book Feels Love was the last book.
0: Jesus. Fuck ten me. years. Oh five before that. 10 2004 years. that. 98 you, can and you imagine
3: though that that you've you've been paid now for ten years and obviously you have royalties. They and get they get
2: fronts from their publishers to write these things. Yeah. Like a oh, a few years back, I did research just for the hell of it on like how you get paid, and it's like it's like you get money up front and then they will continue to pay you that money until they think that you're not coming out with anything good and you have to continually submit stuff in so that they they know that you're working on it and if you don't submit anything for a long time they'll sit there and they'll hound you and they'll hound you and hound you and then they'll finally be like yeah we're not gonna give you any more money
3: <laughs> stranger than fiction taught me all of that too yeah that's a great oh, stranger than fiction oh, yeah. did mm-hmm. but yeah
2: all right well that is it that's the end of news
3: Ray. 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 Ray news.
2: <laughs> so now we're gonna get into video games that we were playing. So uh I think I went first last time. Jason, you go first.
3: Sure. That works for me because I, I had a slightly less active week, I guess. Uh Cleaned up uh, Immortals, Phoenix Rising, uh, platinumed it, all that good stuff like that. Tempted really hard on the DLC. This is the first game in a long time that I've honestly been like, eh, I could probably play some more of that with the DLC, but I just don't want to because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a cheap bastard. But, uh, he's going to uh, play um,
2: it in the next podcast, everybody, so just maybe, pay attention maybe, to that. Maybe, I'm I mean, pretty certain that he's going to.
3: Let's be honest here. Like, I'm. Although a little, P5 I'm Strikers a little, comes out soon. I'm a little ps5 starved like i'm just like i would love to play a ps5 game and it's just like the only ones i have left are uh demon souls and uh, uh spider-man and i got burned out on spider-man um the original one because i platinumed it and stuff like that so i'm not quite there yet that i want to play more of the same and then i uh demon souls <sighs> I didn't like it when it was original, and I don't think it's going to make a big difference to me. Now, I like Dark Souls. I, You know, I like that type you of You might game. like it more. I might like it more, but do, am I willing to take a $60 bet on that? No, no you should have bought it when it was on sale. <laughs> even still, even at $30, you know. this Yeah, yeah the bet's the bet, the bet. the bet Um. So for anyway, what I spent my time on was uh, uh playing through some of my older games. So I went through the PS Plus title of Concrete Genie, um, this is a gorgeous game that we saw at E3 a couple years ago, and finally seeing it for free, I was just like, yeah, I'll pick it up, because I figured it was going to be one of those artsy-fartsy games where you're drawing the whole time, playing clip art, and whatever. And that's what you're predominantly doing. You're playing clip art the game, where you're literally just selecting clip art and pasting it up on the wall as a graffiti artist that then comes alive with your magical beings that you create and all kinds of stuff the storyline's cute the idea and premise is kind of interesting it was fun enough to keep me engaged um at about the three quarters mark they introduced combat which felt really out of place and the combat was like if you weren't a gamer like let's say you're just like i just want to play an artsy fartsy clip art game Mm -hmm. and that's all i want to do is make pretty pictures on the walls you would have been perfectly content for four hours. And then all of a sudden it's just like, hey, fight this monster. And you're just like, I I, I can't. So, I mean, it was just kind of like a weird... I didn't learn this in art school. <laughs> right, it was just a weird switch on how all of a sudden it's now kind of like, hey, like all of a sudden, like I've been playing this game for four or five hours and all of a sudden a new tutorial link comes up with different like move sets and stuff like that. that. It was kind of jarring a little bit. Wait,
2: wait, it's a five hour tutorial?
3: No no no, well, I guess I, <laughs> I mean, I was able to beat the entire game in one sitting. So I mean, it was just like it was done and over with. So, um the tutorial comes up and it's just like, "Hey, you're going to fight now and fight this thing." And the fight wasn't like just simple. It wasn't just like pound pound square a whole bunch of times and do whatever. You had to like hunt it down, chase it, find it, do specific like magic on it to make it break down, and then you had to like like sneak up on it slowly so there's multi parts to each battle that you go wait into. so there's it's not combat
2: like a, and stealth
3: it's not stealth like you it's like more like a, a complex game of red light green light where you're walking forward oh
2: i mean that's half the stealth anyways, anyways though in, in, in games, games. <laughs>
3: So, I mean, it 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 it's a fine game. And for what I paid for it, which was free, um, I platinumed it and did everything just because, again, hate myself. But it was still, that was my only thing. It was just like, it was very jarring to have, like, all of a sudden a different change in what it was. Plus, what I also didn't like is that they have plenty of sections and in, in stuff or trophies and achievements that are just like, hey, use 30 suns in one painting. It's just like, if this is a painting, like, game that's supposed to be, it's a like, painting of night, Why do I have to use the sun? <laughs> Well, I mean, like, they had a bunch of different things. She's like, this is a painting game. Why do I have to be, like, shoehorned into what I use? I hated that. I'm not an art person. I am not creative at all. My wife does the painting. I do none because I can't even draw a stick figure. She does amazing paintings. She does amazing paintings. But when I, when they're like, hey, yeah, use 30 suns across your whole thing. I just opened up the first wall I had and been like, sun, 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 sun. Sun, 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 I mean, sun, sun. isn't
2: that... That is what we do for any trophy, though. Like, the 30 panty shots on 2B or B2 or whatever. <laughs> like, you did that all in two minutes, didn't you? You just, like, sat there. You, like, went down, like, did the swat away. Went down, Didn't even know
3: it was an achievement.
1: Down, didn't even know it was an achievement. Just, like, yeah, you just kind of did it right for the fun. <laughs> I was, like, I got my sock.
3: I was ready to go. And just, just <laughs> got it right away. It was great. Um... It was a beautiful game, it was a fun game. it was entertaining enough. I, I feel like the people that would be interested in this game to buy it would be turned off by that combat section. That's just me though. Um, Seven out of 10 though, just just for that. I, I short, simple, sweet, it I was done and over with and I'll never think about it again. Um, I also spent some time playing Maiden. The final, or not final Fantasy, the Resident Evil uh, Village demo that is. Oh, out. I did that. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved the atmosphere. I thought the atmosphere was fantastic. I thought they did a great job of making the world feel like more like an explorable haunted house. Um, I did not like how clunky it felt, though. I felt like I was playing a Resident Evil Two game, but in first-person view mode. And if the game is going to be like that and with in the demo you do avoid fight one of the vampire ladies, um, if it's gonna be like that, I don't know how combat's gonna go. If I think about like Resident Evil Seven for it's example. It's
2: not. So that's the thing that they said to if you watched the the full reveal thing for it, um, that that was all just a straight up just like exploration, so that you could see how the game was going to look, and you could get introduced to the characters. The combat is still going to be guns and everything like that. Like it's not, it's not non-invasive stealth. It's supposed to be just like Resident Evil Seven was. Just right, but but this.
3: but like the walking around, even like how you found stuff, like finding the, like, no, the stuff.
2: No, it's not. They said that it's not supposed to be paced like that. Okay, cool. So the pacing is different. This one was it was made specifically to show off the tech of their new engine that they're using so that you could see everything that they're doing and see like what they can do with things. It's not supposed to be paced like that at all. I mean, that was, was the one thing I, I, when I played I it, easily, I, I, I like looked at it. Into that. It was cool though. I liked it very much like a mist type game, but with very much impending doom instead of, instead of just like, I need to solve these puzzles. It's like, you got to solve the puzzles and you could get eaten by vampires at any moment. <laughs> But that's sexy also vampires. Like a sexy, sexy vampires. sexy vampires, or a meth addict from Jacksonville. <laughs> Can't quite tell the difference. <laughs> but <laughs> that was American. like when I played it, though uh, it was very much uh, like uh, the Suicide of Rachel Foster. As far as like the sounds that you had going on throughout the game and everything, mm-hmm. you played that game with headphones on sounds are great sounds were amazing you could hear everything you could hear weird shit going on and you could think that you're going to get killed by a vampire at any moment and like after you play through it you know vampires don't show up till the end and i mean it's a 30 minute demo it's not that big right but yeah you play through it and you think that anything could happen at any moment you could get attacked in the real game that will be how it is but you've also got a gun pew pew (laughs) to shoot things with
3: (laughs) I also didn't find on how people would got so obsessed with the tall matron. Like you see her for all of like three seconds. Oh, in the like, video
2: in the trailers that they showed you, you saw more of her. It's, true. She's a, a, a nine video. and
3: a half foot
2: tall big titty bitch. <laughs> and her <laughs> Badass hot vampire bitch.
3: like sister. Badass bitch. Yeah,
2: yeah, and then she's got her she's got her hot vampire daughters that are just like smoking hot like oh they're gonna suck my what
3: (laughs) anyway i got my sock back on anyways you get your sock (laughs) and
2: you play the resident (laughs) evil village demo and
1: (laughs) Um, (laughs) what else did you play jay so i
3: i my other thing is and this is kind of like a rant slash i knew better thing but uh, uh one of the reasons that i bought control months ago was because i was just like oh i'm gonna buy a control i'm gonna buy a control the game to play because i've been wanting to play this forever and i absolutely fucking loved it one of the my favorite games i've played in a long time and i was just like i'm gonna get to the end it again hate myself and was like all right i'm not gonna do the dlc on this until i can play it on my ps5 because i know the upgrade's coming out and that'll give me motivation to re-jump into the game sound thought it's a good thought thought process Mm -hmm. Well, unsurprising, and I should have known better, uh, the upgrade to PS5 is now a completely new game to them. So I could, in fact, replay the game, replant it, have the Platinum twice and all that jazz like that, but I really just don't want to. And while I could, now Jason, you can just play your PS4 version on your PS5. I sure can, but that's not the whole reason why I waited. It's because I wanted to play the PS5 version on my PS5. Well, the, the
2: PS4 version will run faster, it this will is run true, faster, but yes. you won't get ray tracing, Right. And I've been playing Control, so I'll talk about more of that right. you <laughs> you when should. it's, when you it's, it's my turn.
3: Yep. <laughs> and it, it could be your turn in five minutes because what I played instead in a fury of just like, well, fuck, I don't want to play this old game or this game again. What else do you mean I have you didn't want to play Don't Starve again? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this close. <laughs> this close. And then I was just like, then something in my mind. Imagine like, how
2: much faster it will run on your PS5.
3: So I, I used that as kind of like my thought. I was just like, if they can clean up some of the load times, because that's the biggest problem with Don't Starve, is the load times are atrocious. Oh,
2: it's so much faster. Everything, every PS4 game loads so much faster, even if you're running it off of a, an external hard drive.
3: So I'm really nervous about loading in Don't Starve, because if it's not significantly faster on my PS5, it'll probably ruin the game for me. So that's why I'm kind of like, just like, no, I still, I've played Don't Starve recently up here in my office on my PS4. I have not played it on my PS5 yet, and it's because I know it will ruin me. I'll just be like, "Not nah, fuck this game. I'm not playing anymore. So anyway, when I had that moment of, "Not nah, fuck this, I'm not going to play that right now, I uh, uh, had started uh, Greedfall, because uh, Chris was oh, in my ear being like, it's a great game. It's a great game. You should play Greedfall. Play mm-hmm. Greedfall. So playing it's good. It, I, I love I'm it. It's still, awesome. I'm still barely 20 hours in. It is just Wait, sorry.
2: such a- you have, keep your, you have to keep your lips closer. It's a good game. You I liked really it a lot. Like it. Yeah, I like, I like Creed the, Fall. This because,
3: because I found the characters to be... Hum- <laughs> what?
2: Their huh? faces talk just like my face talks. <laughs> oh my god. You can barely see the lips move and the teeth don't move at all.
3: <laughs> the world's beautiful, the characters are clunky <laughs> or ugly, and the controls are clunky. I just... I can't get into the controls still. And I'm playing it on the hardest setting because, again, hate myself. And I, I just am having... Like it's every battle is like a constant like pause tactical mode. Look at it. What am I doing here? And I will without a doubt always hit the wrong button because the way they have their control s- scheme set up is just out of this world to me. Anyway, so you no, also played on PC, so
0: control scheme's different.
3: Yeah, exactly. So
0: and I wasn't playing on hard. I can
2: definitely see that. <laughs>
0: But, but yeah, There's, there's my, some, my weeks some definite cluckiness Because so Chris hates himself
2: scared. But he takes, he takes that loathing out in a different way That's
0: true, <laughs> that's very true
2: Alright, uh, Chris
0: What did you play? Uh, so I played a few different games um, Because as we were talking about last time The Steam Winter Festival thing Whatever is going on So there's a bunch of demos uh, So one was Glitch Punk they had a demo, which is basically a cyberpunk esque GTA 2 style game. Although. Old
2: GTA, yeah, remember yeah, that. GTA like, 2. He, he specifically named GTA 2.
0: <laughs> Even though it's called Glitch Punk, and we just had Cyberpunk come out that was very glitchy, this one wasn't glitchy, but being GTA 2 style, I felt it was lacking in humor. <laughs> Wait, no, because GTA 2 had tons of humor. Yeah. And even the (laughs) other game that had a demo last year, that was GTA 2 style but medieval, had lots of humor. This one kind of didn't really have any, a whole lot of humor. But, I mean, it played kind of... I didn't really care for uh, the way the camera moved because as you started running, it kind of like got ahead of you or kind of behind you a little bit. And your movement was a little... I thought it was too fast for what it was trying to do. So there's some kind of moving parts of it, but... Other than that, it played kind of fine. I just wished it had more humor. It seemed like it was a little more serious. But, I mean, it's cyberpunk GT2 style game without the humor.
3: With no with no humor.
0: Yeah. Jason, I see what you just tried to do
2: there. I actually thought about making an exclamation point curry... Like audio clip, but I couldn't find a good Curry audio clip. I'm gonna do the Curry Tonight one, but I gotta find a good version of it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was like, there's Sorry. probably one, I gotta try.
2: <laughs> it's not, and trust me, there's some fucking weird audio clips in there. <laughs> All right, go, Chris. <laughs> uh,
0: so another demo I played was for Frozen Flame, which it sounds like it's supposed to be an indie MMO, but you just kind of played through like this. Sh- like literally like eight minutes to complete the demo. And it was like this Jesus. introductory place where you could just keep fighting with these responding enemies in the snowy place where you can use a sword, then you get a bow, then you get a magic staff, and then you kind of get to the end and then you get your character creation, which is kind of light, and then it goes into like, hey, you get some little story, and then it goes, hey, thanks for playing. You didn't play with anybody. You just kind of play this short little combat tutorial the end, so <laughs> I I I don't know what to what, think about it. Like
3: demoing <laughs> the fact that it's a game. Okay, yeah. I demoed I that mean,
2: it was it's a
0: game. MMO, it's a, so, It's a game. Things happen. Yep.
3: <laughs> you do play this. Mm.
0: Yes. <laughs> but then I played a winner, and that was the light, a little nightmares two demo. And so that's so much so that you bought it right. I haven't bought it yet, but I probably will because oh. I bought another game. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I tried to get okay. a few copies, but didn't anymore because that one actually came out this past week too, so it's available now. Yeah, you hit it like the day before it came out. <laughs> yeah, I was like, mm, maybe they'll have some codes left. Like, they did not. Uh, but no. So you play this like small little child with like a paper bag <laughs> over his head, and it's very dark. It's a very beautiful game. Um. So it's kind of like side-scrolling in the sense of, side-scrolling but 3D in the sense of like Roki, where you can kind of move up and down. There's some different levels you can go through, but you're basically just moving side to side as you kind of go try to rescue these other kids. It's very dark, gloomy, um, with some platforming, some slight puzzle solving of how you get through things. You can pick things up. Hey, there's traps like a bear trap or like an actual like snatch trap thing whatever stuff you gotta get by that you can kind of throw things to trigger them so you don't trigger them yourself Um, or you're kind of running away from these adults and you're still trying to figure out because you're tiny like really tiny like you can't even reach a doorknob of how to get through things and kind of solve this kind of puzzles it is I think made by the people who did Little Big Planet so if you kind of know that kind of visual style a little bit is it? Medium Molecule it's it? It's not
2: made by Medium Molecule, is it? I don't
3: think that's right. No I way.
0: think it may be the creator or something like that. There's there's oh, a connection okay. to that, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, uh, it's made by... Tars- yeah, Tarsier, Tarsier Studios. Studios.
1: Man,
2: you keep talking, I'll look it up.
0: <laughs> but it is kind of a horror-themed kind of game. So it's very creepy, very dark-looking. But it is kind of awesome. And like, there's one part where you're literally like... You have to pick up this axe and this... You're just kind of dragging along because you're so tiny. You have to bust through this wooden door, <laughs> like a certain movie, um, to try to rescue the kid. But this kid like gets scared and runs away, and then you gotta go try to find him. And then you guys kind of work together to get out. Like he can help you up on places or do certain things So you try to get out here, and then try to not get killed by the guy who's trying to kill you. Okay, so they
2: did Little Big Planet, the like the DLC for Little Big Planet. And then they did Little Big Planet 2. So they did all the DLC for the Little Big Planet games and then Little Big Planet 3. So Media Molecule didn't do 3. But that's funny that they that. did the DLC for Little Big Planet and the DLC for Little Big Planet 2, but not the not the actual games. So it's not somebody from Media Molecule. It's it's a whole other thing. It's, it's Tarsier Studios, which was Team Tarsier uh, originally. And then, yeah, that's... That's a weird transition into things, especially considering the very dark turn. I mean, Little Big Planet was technically a little dark; like it, it was all like covered in sunshine and rainbows, but there was always some weird stuff within that. And this cool, is a very you could go dark to weirdo series. Places,
3: with, Yes! Uh, not necessarily the game; it's just that
0: people are sick. <laughs> yeah. But I'm looking forward to try to play that game and play some more of it. And then the right. game I did buy and play for. They were talking about it it's Valheim. Uh a guy from work talked to you about it. Which how much is this game by the way? Uh, I think it's like 20 30 bucks. Yeah, that was only okay. 20 bucks.
2: So it's not super expensive but it's also not super
3: cheap.
0: Right. So okay. I mean, yes, yeah, 20 bucks. Yeah, 20 bucks is
3: kind of like the you're 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 doing fine.
2: Well, but I mean like you could buy Phasmo for like $13. Oh, that's
3: yeah, why okay. that's why yeah. I
2: consider super cheap. When you get down into the teens. Like that's a super cheap game. 19.
0: So $20, $30. Bucks. It's, a, it's a good cheap game. Yeah, so it's 20 bucks. It's in early access <laughs> right now still, but they kind of launched the game to, in early access to try to make their some of their money back so they can continue developing it because they're small studio indie developer. And it's now sold 2 million copies in two weeks. They're like, okay, we're going to be good for a while now. But so it's kind of like a survival game where you're a uh, viking who's died uh odin knows there's war coming up so he has his valkyries get the uh, these strong warriors to try to come to valheim to prove themselves get stronger those prepared for the war so basically it's a one to ten player travel co-op game where you start out with nothing so you just have to like punch trees or grab branches and stones and kind of build your house with in your workbench, you can build weapons and armor. You gotta fight the, um, so there's a bunch of boss fights you have to do. So like the Forsaken, so you have to do certain things to summon them. Like the first one is this gigantic stag that has lightning powers too. It's, a, and you have to kill. You have to get two trophies, deer trophies, to present to the altar to summon it, and then proceed to get your fucking ass kicked because it's, it's strong. So <laughs> you basically have to make a. The best way to do it is create a bow and just kind of kite it and I was starting to do that and then my bow kind of broke kind of got damaged to the point where I couldn't use it anymore but I got down enough where I could finish it off with my spear so basically and the first thing is you're like in the stone age you just got wood some light weak wood you got actual stones and like flint rocks and that's how you kind of make yourself and you figure out recipes by just getting materials and then after defeating that you can now make a pickaxe so now you can mine uh, like copper and tin and stuff like that but now you need to get some other stuff, find some dungeons and to get a smelter and a forge and build up your base and your town and kind of so it's got that kind of like Minecrafty ass thing that my buddy kind of described it at work as but and so you can also jump between servers with your character as well that you keep what's on you so I'm still pretty early into it i beat the first boss i'm in the trying to build up my second little house in the other area so i don't have to run so much and try to get some copper i got some tin in mind
3: so one (laughs) of the things that kind of like put me off about this game so much is that like because that that's just like screaming jason all over the place i'm just like yeah yeah yeah. i love all that Mm -hmm. crap um but like it's just like it is just it looks like wow looks like vanilla wow to me where it's just like I, I like. I, I think a little like better
2: should, than vanilla but I see what you mean yeah, by it. I, like, I, I see what you mean the in the context of what you're saying. Yes.
3: Like I spent my time in WoW. I remember what that was like and that you have to have something there and to spend it in like a survival mode game that's not I'm just gonna not going to mince words. That's kind of ugly. I'm just like eh. That's kind of like where I'm drawing my line of like meh, meh, meh. But am I wrong in that feeling or is it just like you don't even notice because you're just having so much damn fun.
2: It's still so prettier than Minecraft, in my opinion. Okay, That's but true.
3: Minecraft, I wouldn't even say, is in the same same boat. Like, Minecraft, Minecraft, the survival aspect was kind of an afterthought, in my opinion. Like, it was just like, we can do that. This game was built for that. And, you know, you put it into, like, the, the survival genre. There are plenty of games out there that are, like, the same thing but still look great. Uh, forest, Rust, you know, all the stuff mm-hmm. like that that are out there. Don't Starve, obviously, is another great one, even though it's completely different. Um, but it, it just it bugs me. <laughs> like, uh, just when I was looking at it, I was like, mm, if the engine is so good that it works, then maybe. That's my... Like, problem. how's the gameplay, I guess, would be the bigger question. Great, great way to ask that. Yeah.
0: Uh, gameplay, yeah. Is, <laughs> gameplay is super fun. Um, super interesting, except... So you get, like, some tips and tricks from this bird. This raven, like, basically was the Valkyrie that dropped you off. Kind of shows up and... if you go to a very, very like, Odin-esque, like, Viking thing, Like, yeah. hey, <laughs> maybe you go over here now, mine some stuff, I'll give you some tips. Every once in a while, I'll just, like, show up. Or, like, here's a dungeon, you should maybe get some treasures from here, maybe, I don't know. But, like, show up and then you start talking to it. And then I've died, like, twice because, like, an, a monster will come up behind me and just fucking kill me. It's like, God damn, i trying to talk to oh, this dude. Oh, in the
2: middle of talking to the Raven? Yep. Or in the middle of talking to somebody? Oh. Oh, so it's Far Cry 5. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's Far Cry 5, Viking Edition. Got you. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I mean... Okay,
0: so how how are you liking it, though, Chris? I'm like, liking it a you, lot. All right, so... Okay. I mean, I'm still, like, very early on, I just started playing it yesterday afternoon. Um, Like, I'm still basically in the Stone Age. I haven't even scratch the surface of this game yet. Like as you look at it, you can expand pretty far into it. Um with actual like Viking armor and tall and those long ships and all that kind of stuff. So
2: So what I would say is that looking at it, it, it looks way better than Vanilla WoW. And I, I understand what you're yeah. saying, Jason. Like it's somewhere between Vanilla WoW and like current WoW. 1. It's 3. not great. Visually visually no. it's not the greatest game but it feels it's got a a super gritty feeling to it um and i think that the big difference between playing that and say rust is what are you looking for in a game are you are you looking more for a medieval aesthetic something that is old salt of the earth type stuff where you're you're building everything from the ground up like like chris said or are you looking for a post-apocalyptic wasteland type thing mad max e mm-hmm. slash zombie apocalypse like that type of thing and from everything that people have said about volheim it's super fun it's definitely not my type of game like it's not really a game that i will play i don't like minecraft i don't like most of those games where you're building from the ground up or anything like that i prefer narrative as like my main stay on things um and like phasmo's been the only one that's that's kept me from the non-narrative, but primarily just because we're all having too much fun playing it <laughs> <laughs> and yelling at the ghost and calling the ghost a bitch. Um, <laughs> but it it does seem like I, I can see where it it scratches the itch that a lot of people need.
0: And I mean, selling 2 million copies in two weeks and having an overwhelming positive rating is doing
1: something yeah. right.
2: And it's 20 bucks. So that's $40 million that they've made, um, which... Uh, That brings me to the next point of early access, I think is the best route of doing something rather than kickstarting or anything like that. Uh, Doing a Kickstarter or an Indiegogo, which we have seen work well, but also bite you in the ass, super hardcore on numerous occasions, having something built and just taking whatever money it was that you could get beforehand, building something out, putting into early access. And even though it has to sit in early access for a really long time, people getting a chance to play it and then also give their input on what it is that they think needs to change to it and molding the game around what people really think is good and engaging as opposed to coming up with a finished product and then going, all this shit's broken, fix it. (laughs) I think it works a little bit better. And I actually, I I can get behind early access. I thought early access was bullshit at first, um, but a lot of the games that are coming out, they're doing a really good job. Like, Uh, As I said, Phasmo is a single developer. He's a single, like, one-person dude that's making that entire game, and he's churning out updates. And I see a lot of other games that go into early access, even if they've got, you know, 10, 15 people development teams or more. Some of them are larger. They're doing a really good job, and I think that it's good that they brought this out, and they could still be tweaking graphically how this game will look when it comes out or when it comes into its final release. But doing early access, I think, is a great idea. So a lot of people are having fun. It's not my cup of tea. I, I don't think I'll ever play it. But um, I I want to see it come out in a full release and then get like an actual good review for it.
0: Yeah, I think it, they're planning to be out in like a year. So they already got a roadmap out there of like their major updates and kind of stuff like that. And...
2: <laughs> Do they have like a Trello board or anything like that, like set so that you can watch how they're working?
0: I, I don't know.
2: You haven't looked? No. (laughs) Because I know a lot of games that do early access have that where they have like a Trello board or just anything where you can see what their process is and like this is all the shit that we're working on and we know are known issues. These are the things that – are in the icebox. It's like, yeah, we're working on them, but they're kind of like back end. And these are the ones that are considered hot buttons. And it's really cool to see that aspect. And that's, I think, the cool thing about a lot of early access things is that you're seeing that happen. It's like you get to see what it is that they're working on and they're very engaged in the, in the community and figuring out what they can and can't make this game better.
0: Yeah, there's definitely also an option in the game to, yeah. hey... Got bugs or great ideas, submit them. So
2: nice, you should join the discord. I bet they have a discord that you could join and then probably put all the feedback in.
0: (laughs) All right, uh, is that it or is that the last game Uh, you played? That's the last game I played.
2: All right, okay, so it's me. Um, so I played Phasmo, (laughs) (laughs) obviously, I played Phasmo, I played Among Us because those are the two main staples of like games that you can play with people when you're really fucking bored at 10 o'clock at night (laughs) and you can just hop into a lot of different games and be like hey who wants to play this uh those are the big ones uh but the one big game that i did play and finish was werewolf the apocalypse earthblood that we got as a review game from our good friends at homerun pr um so i played it do what
3: I was wondering if you beat it yet, so that's good.
2: Oh yeah, no, I beat it. That's why that's why I was playing control over the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh if you go on to if you go onto our Twitch right now, you can actually see some of the gameplay that I have, uh, because we don't store it for super long. Um so you can watch our VODs and see and see how I played. It's it's a game. <laughs> Let's put it this way. Um I've been hyped for this game for like four years since they announced it. Yeah, you have. And they did some really good things. So if you don't know, Werewolf is the part of the world of darkness, which is where Vampire the Masquerade comes from. Um, And Werewolf is actually a series set, but inside Werewolf is like hundreds of different races of like were bears and were cats and were jaguars and were tigers and were anacondas and just like all these different animals and all the different things that you could think of that are in it werewolf itself in this case this game werewolf the apocalypse takes place with one specific tribe and then you encounter two other tribes along the way so three total tribes um and you're also then uh counteracting the worm and the and an evil or like an evil corporation that's going through uh When I when I did my first session playing, we raided into our friend Rory who does Channel Three Live, and he was like, "Hey, oh, it's like, oh, you're you're playing Werewolf." He's like, "I was just reading IGN's article on that, and apparently they really shit the bed on it." And I'm like. Okay, Mm -hmm. I'll I'll give that one a glance tomorrow (laughs) when I do it because I've been trying to keep – I always try and keep away, especially if it's a game that I know that I'm going to review. I try and keep away from everybody else. But at this point, I'd already put in a few hours. So, I was like, okay, I'm going to read what they said. Um, And a lot of people that – or at least that particular article where they shit on this game and they said that it was horrible – I don't know where this guy, like what this guy was talking about. Um, His, he didn't have any of the gripes that I have on this game and all the gripes that he had, I think are great. And, uh, sin Sethulu, who's, uh, in our chat right now. And she loves the world of darkness. And she was watching me play this like the entire way through. She was actually loving this game too. And the part that they really shat on was the story. And they were saying that they did a huge disservice to the world of darkness and the story of werewolf. And I thought that they did a great job. Sin thought that they did a great job. It was really engaging. There was tons of information going back and forth. There was, they actually did a really good job of fitting in back information of the different uh, tribes and everything that you have in Werewolf without it feeling like you're being inundated with too much knowledge. You could read all sorts of like little clippings here and there. You could pick up all sorts of different, uh, different like papers throughout the different area. And you could learn a lot of lore Within it, it wasn't nearly as deep as some of the Vampire the Masquerade games, but it still gave you a lot of information of of that particular set of werewolf. Uh, And then your actual conversations that you had, I mean, you have a conversation with your deity of your specific area, like whatever it is that your tribe uh, works with to to commune with your gods and you have conversations and they have a lot of good information. Like the story progresses extremely well. You feel fairly uh, connected to the characters. I mean, like there's a lot of snarky comments in my (laughs) playthrough with it, (laughs) but in, in the meantime, I'm, I'm still feeling really connected to the characters themselves. I'm enjoying myself in the entire time that I'm playing it because the narrative is good. What really fucking sucks Are some of the things that are like, I should really think about these things as things that gamers want, i.e. customizable controller mapping, saving the game wherever you want it to be, (laughs) and uh, actual narrative-driven choices. And the, the the controller mapping pissed me off to no end. During the regular like run through of your of your actual like stealth set or when you're just running around the world uh, and you're doing everything and you're trying to do all the, your stealth and everything like that, your dash is R2. As soon as you get into combat, dash is circle. Does <laughs> <laughs> that make sense? I shit you not. This is how it is. And they, for some reason, thought that you needed to have it mapped to something else. So I'm constantly hitting R2 because I've been doing, I've been getting into my werewolf like form or my wolf form and dashing across everywhere. And then all of a sudden I'm like, ah, shit, I guess I got to fight people and murder. And then all of a sudden I'm like, boom. And I'm like, why isn't this dashing? Oh, that's circle. And you can't change it. And that pisses me off. The great thing is it's an easy fix. All you got to do is go in and adjust the ability to map controls. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> the savey points though, pissed me off to no end. Not having the ability to, to save so that if you died and you had to traverse all the way back across the map. And again, we're talking about like traversing across the map where there's nobody to fight. You just had to traverse a huge section of the map to get to an area and then you, you lost because you got hit a couple of times too quickly before you could heal. That was a problem. So I would really like for them to be able to actually, you know, save the game. They only had hard coded save points in the game, which was a little bit of annoying as well. And that's that's annoying on a whole other front of like if you did something wrong or you went someplace and you really wanted to be able to go back to it and then you couldn't. So like that's it pissed me off to no end. But story-wise, I thought that it was really, really good. Um, and I thought that they did a really good job of that. And actually, what I really liked the most, and it was something that they showed off when we were at E3 2019, was the transitioning from uh, from human to wolf to your giant, uh, I always forget the fucking name it is, but your, your giant hulking werewolf form. The transitions are clean. The transitions are seamless you can transition from human to wolf like that like it's super fucking cake you don't have to worry about anything all you do is you just hit the button and boom you transform and then you're immediately into a different stealth scenario and your human form can do can do stealth in a different way than your where or than your wolf form can do stealth and then you can upgrade yourself for your wolf and there's so many other things that you can do and it was a great game from a narrative standpoint until you get to the end of the game
3: <laughs> oh. <laughs>
2: so we played through and i thought that i was going to have like another another few hours to play so i I started it up our assault on this uh this off like offshore platform thing that they have and this thing took me an hour max (laughs) and that was it to go through and that was because i died on the uh on couple i died a couple of times on against the dark spiral werewolves um, which is one of the other factions that you fight um then you go through and then you fight through everything you have the horrible heart wrenching it wasn't really heart-wrenching i called it right off the bat just because i played too many of these types of games to know (laughs) exactly narratively where they're going with it um then you get to the quote unquote the end of the game and you have to make a choice at that point you either Go after the CEO of the corporation and avenge the death of your daughter and your wife and everything like that. And you let the pack die or you, you go off and you rescue the pack, but then the CEO gets away. And it's very much that they're building this up for DLC or for a, like a sequel. But how they're building it up, I don't quite understand because narratively, the way that the story ends, ends is like it's only mildly different but from like deep context clues it's vastly different if you go back and you rescue the pack the ceo lives he's on the lamb he's now a scapegoat for all of the bullshit that they've done and the uh the biofuel that they were going to release that has the worm in it is no longer going to be put into production like they've said like we're done we're not going to do it at all uh and that is because your group and your pack have like are lauded as are lauded as good guys basically um and activists and you go through and you do everything and you've convinced them not to so they're no longer going to release the biofuel however there the ceo is still alive and the the corporation that owns that corporation so every corporation is always owned by another corporation uh then it says hey get this guy we need his research because we want to start incorporating this into other things and that's how it ends if you save the pack if you kill the ceo you get the immense satisfaction of ripping this motherfucker's heart out (laughs) and beating him to a pulp and i mean a bloody pulp there's tons of blood in this game every battle that you end up with when you start fighting or once you're finished with everybody there are smears of blood over every square inch of the area that you're in so you get the satisfaction of killing him however the entire pack is dead your pack is lauded as eco terrorists and the corporation is delaying the biofuel However, then they still go, we want all of his research. We want to put it into other shit. (laughs) So, like, you... Like, I don't know where it is that if they do a sequel, how is it going to end? Is it going to end with the saving the Packers? Is it going to end with killing him? Like, which one is it that they would choose? Because one is everybody fucking hates you, and the other is everybody fucking loves you.
3: I mean, to be expected... From this type of game. And it, it's kind of annoying though that
2: it is because no other choices in the game actually had any effect. Yeah. So you could go back in and and I always test this whenever I whenever I play a game like this. So I finish a conversation and then I go back and I talk to them again and I see if I can if I can select the same things or if I can select the other options. And if you can select the other options, then everything that you just did has absolutely no bearing other than telling you info, which is what this was. And the only time that i had any particular type of choice in the matter was the very very end of the game and it was a bit of a letdown the technical issues that i have with that as far as the controls because it could, that control mapping pissed me off to no end there is absolutely no reason to completely change which button is my dash button when i'm going from stealth to combat like bullshit that is not something that is necessary to be done um everything else I have to give it a six out of ten. Like it, that's how annoying those those glitches were because those are very fixable glitches. The great thing is you can fix those glitches and you can get to like an eight and a half or a nine. But those those bad things are in it and they're very glaringly bad games.
3: I don't know, man. I uh, like the ten minutes I watched you play and stuff like that. Oh, from what I saw, we won't talk a-
2: about the visual mouth thing. It's <laughs> the it's from the same people that did uh, that did what's it called that you played as well. Greedfall, Greedfall. It's from the same it people that did that, and it's still it looks, it looks just like it. It's rough, like their mouth movements are rough. And but I'm not getting into it for the graphics and realistic. Like I said, I'm a narrative guy. Like it can look like dog shit for all I care, as long as there's a good story. So main reason why I'll still play Final Fantasy VII, like the original version mm-hmm. of it, where it's just shitty polygons, yep. <laughs> yep. <true>. No, <laughs> because true. it's got a great story. But we love <laughs> so, it so that was a little rough. Good. Yeah, and I I did learn though that if you if you go to a side angle to where you don't see the teeth as much because the teeth barely move whenever they talk, it's like their their lips are moving and you can see their lips moving but their teeth just don't move. And I don't quite understand like that's how it looks people that are watching this on there. But you're supposed to open your mouth when you talk. You're supposed to do that. Chris no, <laughs> that's never. what keeps you from mumbling <laughs> so you open your mouth you you separate your teeth and if you don't do that it looks really weird <laughs> yeah Jason's trying it right now and is, see that's, that's exactly how weird it looks everybody just, what, just what so you, talking you know that's about? what it looks like yeah that's what it looks like um, but if you do a side view on it their lips move and you can't see the teeth and it's cool don't worry about that don't worry about graphically <laughs> I don't care about that it looked like the transitions for it looked good. And it was very much a PS4 game that they then optimized onto the PS5. And by optimizations, I mean it loaded quick. Like I said, the transitions between human and wolf were bad. But, or were, were not bad. We're not bad. They were great. Um, but everything else was bad. That controller mapping just fucking killed it for me. Because it killed my momentum in a lot of cases. You go a long time just fucking like doing stealth, and all of a sudden you fuck up, and you're like, okay, well, I guess I'm gonna murder people, and oh shit, I died because I dashed and I didn't dash.
3: Six out of ten, huh?
2: Six out of ten.
3: All right, there but you
2: go. If you can find this game on sale, buy it. Sixty bucks, not worth it. Sorry, home run. Sorry, home run. Sorry, 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 home run. Was uh, that it, or so did they, you have something else? Well, then I, play, I played. I've been playing Control. Uh, the PS5 version of it uh, with ray tracing on looks beautiful. Um, gameplay wise, and that's like I've been doing it, and, I, and people are come in and they'll start talking. And I'm like, it's fine. Backseat. I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> I'm like you can backseat game me all you want in this. Just don't spoil anything. If you want to tell me like what I'm doing wrong or like if I need to go somewhere else, I'm like, go for it. I don't really don't give a shit. But the game looks beautiful. Uh, controls are pretty good on it uh you got to get used to control control on control is really good um you got to get used to doing over the shoulder third person which hasn't been my jam for a while i think the last game that i played was uncharted 3 (laughs) that was an over the shoulder type shooting game um so it's been quite some time uh but uh it plays well it runs beautiful uh some of the puzzle aspects for it are pretty good. Uh combat's pretty good. I mean, it's it's an adequate game. It's 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 a good game. Sound is fucking awesome in this game. Like I will give you that. And so I play using fairly good earbuds and when we were playing it earlier, uh we go there's a point where you go into a sound room and there's just speakers playing music and I spun a 360 over it and I'm like, sorry, anybody that gets motion sickness in this stream and everyone was like, Holy shit, that sounds awesome because they could hear it whirring around and whipping around in their earbuds, but I could really hear it and the pressure was kind of fucking with my eardrums a little bit. <laughs> and I had to stop. I'm like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> but it looks really, really good. I I am enjoying playing it on the PS5. Um I think that it is probably the best way to do it because I've seen, I didn't watch a lot of streaming for it. Um, I lurked on our friend JT who was playing it and he was playing it on an Xbox Xbox One X and his load times on the One X were atrociously slow. And this game, there's still load screens, but it's way faster than anything that I saw on his One X. So that is a a good difference between the two. So yeah, so I did another section of that earlier today. I sucked ass because I think I'm missing something in where I'm supposed to go. Because they tell me I'm supposed to go to an area. I get to an area and it's blocked off with red blocks. And I'm like, okay. And then enemies just keep spawning. (laughs) But I also did that after about two and a half hours of playing Genshin for a little while. So I was already a little burned out (laughs) and a little tired. I was like, I'm probably ready for a nap. Yeah, fuck it. Let's play Control. <laughs> but uh, that's it other than, you know, the main staples, Phasmo Among Us, stuff like that. I think that's good. All right. Uh, well, thank you, everybody, for joining us for the podcast. Uh, we are yeah, – yeah. we're, we're at about an hour and 40 minutes, I think. I, Pretty I, good. No? I don't – Something like that. Hour and 45 minutes, actually. I'm, my timer on this and my timer on other areas is a little bit different. But uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, we will raid into somebody after this, so please stick with us if you're here on Twitch. Um, but you can find us at iBetaFirst.com or ibif.co for all of your podcast setups and all of your podcast needs. You can find us on your favorite platform for the iBetaFirst podcast, Cutscene, which is our anime podcast, where we actually do our, uh, it's an anime watch along, which, Jason, what are we doing for our next one? Uh, The Great Pretender Great Pretender Great Pretender Not The Great Pretender Great Pretender Great Pretender Pretender, You can find it on Netflix We're starting it So if you want to start an anime right now with us You can do that And we're going to be recording that next week So Great Pretender on Netflix Um, We're going to be episodes 1 through 4 next week So make sure that you watch that Um, uh, We also have patch notes Where every once in a while Chris decides to do some work And get some devs to talk with us. (laughs) Get back to me when I ask them. Whenever he decides to ask. But that's beside the point. Uh, So you can find cat. You can find Pat's notes on there. (laughs) You can find Pat's notes on there as well, where we talk with devs. And we've got a few episodes where we've talked with uh, Chris Alderson from Polyarch. We've talked with uh, Nico and Josh. I'm so bad with names, (laughs) (laughs) right? Is it Josh? Justin (laughs) from Bumblebear. And uh, what was the other guy that we did?
0: We did two with other the, ones: the Office so Space
2: one, and yeah. uh, we've yeah. done a couple. A Either way, though, we've got we've got a few on there. Um, but it's actually a really fun set because uh, we don't talk a whole lot about their game that they're working on. We talk with them about them and some of the bullshit that we've got. So we found out like Nico did a fucking video game for an insurance company.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a game. Dr- a oh, drug company, company. Was it yeah, it was just as bad as
2: you would think it was yeah it was something like that <laughs> <laughs> but anyways uh, you can find us there you can also find us Instagram Ibeatitfirst uh, Twitter Ibeatitfirst Facebook Ibeatitfirstcom and people that are currently here with us you can find us at twitch.tv slash Ibeatitfirst alright thanks everybody for joining us does anybody else have any other parting words Uh all
0: you. I guys oh, bye I love you too G.